Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio Podcast with Seth and Jess. You know what it is. We love to do a recap on the previous month. That's right. And June didn't disappoint. No, the there first... were some things that happened in June that we're still scratching oh. our heads over. Yep. Okay. Um, can we first talk about the snake situation real quick? Oh. Because as of today, as of right now, while we're recording, mm. there is a King Cobra that is on the loose in Raleigh, North Carolina. Nope. Why? Nope. Why? Mm-mm. Okay, so I no. just found this out. Raleigh, well, not Raleigh, but North Carolina is one of the few states that will allow you to own exotic animals yeah. and reptiles and such. My home state of Florida is also one of those states that say, yeah, sure, go ahead. What what could go wrong? Okay, that doesn't surprise me about Florida, actually. Uh, what? Um, <laughs> but North Carolina, I'm so mm-hmm. surprised. Well, they will mm. allow you to have exotic reptiles. Get this. Mm-hmm. If it's in a shatterproof cage right. and an ex- escape-proof <laughs> cage. Right. What? Okay. I, sure. So the owner of this King Cobra let the snake, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to say let, but. It, it got out. It got out. <laughs> By the time that they called 911, it slithered away. Uh-uh. So now there uh-uh. is like an all points bulletin out for this yes. king cobra that's highly venomous. Yes. Like it can spit venom oh, sure. to nine feet. Biting you is not enough. It can it can it's, project its venom at you, which is, that's a lovely thing I to I cannot record. imagine. Like what if it comes to Virginia? It's not... <laughs> It's not going to travel. We're different. close. Like, what if it crosses state sure, lines? But, you like, know, should we be? Snakes don't drive. So I really wouldn't worry about it. They don't have any ID, so they can't get on a plane. <laughs> I wouldn't worry Snakes about that. Snakes on a plane. Okay. Uh, All right. You know what? Okay. Yeah, so um, that's not going to happen. But. That, I don't know. That just blows my mind. Like, I cannot I, imagine being in that neighborhood and... It's mm-hmm. summertime. You can't even send your kids out to play right now because Mm-mm. there is a king cobra mm-hmm. on the loose in Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. If you're listening from North Carolina, I'm so sorry. Yeah, we're not going to be visiting you for a while <laughs> until that snake is caught. Yeah, I have a cousin no. in Raleigh in that same area I was supposed to get up with. I'm like, nah, girl, I catch you later, <sighs> much later. <laughs> you know the... Uh, you know the actor Dominic Moynihan? Yeah. He's from Lost and from all the Lord of the Ring mm-hmm. movies, right? He is an avid snake collector. Oh, why? I, okay, <laughs> I, that's a whole other thing. I don't know why. I don't get it, but he loves snakes. Well, he was getting ready to go on a film shoot, and he would be gone for several weeks. And what he does is he has friends come and stay at his house, kind of keep an eye on the place. Great arrangement, right? feed his pets, which include the snakes. Just as he was getting ready to leave, he had like two hours to get to the airport. One of his snakes got loose and he couldn't find it. He looked everywhere, but he ran out of time. I have to get to the airport. I have to get on set to begin this film. So he left his friends a note. Hey, if you happen to find this black snake, pick him up gently. What? Put him back in the crate or the, the the enclosure and make sure the lid is on nice and tight. That's Look, what the I'm note your friend. said. I'm not that type of friend, though. Uh-uh. Oh, wait. <laughs> it gets better. So a few days after all this happens, he gets a call. Hey, man, we found your snake. He's back in the enclosure. Everything is good. His response was good. Make sure that lid is on really, really tight 
because that's a black mamba and is deadly poisonous. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. If you want to collect reptiles, Mm. that's cool, Mm -hmm. I guess. Like, to each his own. Seriously. Mm -hmm. But why do you want to collect something like that? Like, And if this is you, if that's your thing, just help me understand. Like, break it down to me. I'm still not going to. But I just want to know. Conservation or whatever. (laughs) But he didn't tell his friends the snake was poisonous in the note. Well, can you imagine? If (laughs) if your friend asked you to do that and your friend told you beforehand that it was poisonous, deadly, would you? Mm, Nah, you on your own. I'd be like, uh, dear Seth, please make sure you find the black mamba snake. That I'm sorry, the what? Uh, You're ripping that paper up and bouncing. Oh, yeah, I'm out. No, right. no, no, no. I'm not dealing. Mm-mm. All right. What else happened in June? Uh, there were some pretty interesting things that happened in June. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever looked at your bank statement and and seen that there was a mistake? Maybe maybe a little more money or typically a little less money in your account than you thought the there would be? The only mistakes I see in my bank account is where I accidentally bought more than I was supposed to. And I'm doing like a recalculation of the mm-hmm. budget because, mm-hmm. oh, look. I bought an extra pair of shoes. <laughs> oh, there's a shocker. Uh, there's a couple in Louisiana where the husband came home and the wife was sitting at the kitchen table, kind of taking care of bills and stuff. And she goes, honey, have you uh, have you made an unusual deposit in our account recently? He's like, no. What, what are you talking about? Why? She goes, well, there's a little more money in our account than there's supposed to be. Really? How much? $50 billion. Dollars. That's billion with a B. Lord, I've seen what you've done for other people. Can you do it for me? Can you bless my bank account? God, Yeah. thank you, Lord, in advance. So, not, so they talked about it, and they're looking at the statement. It's $50 billion that How? Chase Bank dropped. It was a, uh, a glitch in the system. <laughs> I know. And they're not the only ones that this happened to. There was a what? handful, yeah, there was a handful of customers around the country that had a huge amount of money put into their bank account. But here's the thing, doing the right thing, they called the bank and said, hey, huh, just want to let you guys know, you've put $50 billion in our bank account and, you know, most of that's not ours, right? <laughs> the bank said, no, no, there's no mistake. We're good. Like, oh. uh, no, there's... There's a mistake. You don't understand. We're imagine, not billionaires. Imagine trying to convince the bank right. that billions of dollars they've given to uh-huh. you is not yours. Well, think of that attitude. You have to tell me, okay, I'm going to ask you five times. Mm-hmm. Are you sure I get to keep this billion dollars? Mm-mm. Can you put that in writing? <laughs> well, you know how you go when you, you, know, you get charged a fee. Let's yeah. say you get charged a, a, an overdraft fee or some kind of fee, and you call the bank to see if they'll waive it. You yeah. know that attitude you get from them when you're saying, hey, would you mind waiving mm-hmm. this fee? Like, <laughs> would you mind not overdrafting your account? The fee stands. Sorry. <laughs> That's what they were getting until they actually had a couple, three other people call and go, by the way, you happen to miss $50 billion? We'd. You know, so yeah, they finally got it all sorted out. The bank said, yeah, it is our mistake. We're very sorry. Here's the question I have for you, right? Okay. Some checking accounts earn interest, a small amount of interest, like 0.01%. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but 0.01% on $50 billion <laughs> is still a chunk of money. It is, yeah. Did they get to keep the interest or did they take it all? I'm sure they took it all. But this is the thing. I feel like it would have eventually like 
come to light there was an issue and it's good first of all it's always good to do the right thing but when it comes to your bank account like you don't want to charge all kinds of stuff because you're thinking this is free money um they told me to keep it okay all good and then find out a couple weeks later even a couple months later you know what we really did make a mistake and then you're really in trouble you are you can literally get into legal trouble yeah um i worked as a legal liaison for a credit union years and years and years ago And we had an individual that made a deposit of, you know, I don't know if you still get them anymore, but you would get this sweepstakes entry and it looked like a check. Mm -hmm. Oh, (laughs) you could win, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, somehow they came to our branch and deposited this check, even though it says it doesn't have- This is not a check. (laughs) Exactly. It has all of the warnings on there. This is not legal to blah, blah, blah. The, The teller still deposited the check. Now it goes through a- like a three-day hold or five-day yeah. hold, something like I'm that. I'm sure for reasons like that, too. But while it was on hold, there was cash available. The client, the customer of the bank, took all the money out. Yeah. And the bank went to him and said, hey, this check is not legal. We're going to need that money back. Yeah. The customer said, I'm not giving it to you back. Ooh. And there was a legal battle. And I'm unfortunately, sure. the customer lost customers not always right i guess not in that uh. case so it's always <laughs> moral to the story always do the right thing be honest about yeah. it yeah always do the what right do thing got? and stop messing with my chicken chicken <laughs> okay i know that now was, it's getting serious it is getting serious now so you know there's a chicken wing shortage we talked about mm-hmm. this before um i don't even remember panic how- in the streets <laughs> oh this is serious business. where are my wings I know. I love chicken wings. We ate a lot of chicken while we were on lockdown last year. So much chicken that there is still a shortage of chicken wings. Y'all, have you ever a year-long shortage almost Mm -mm. of chicken wings? Mm -mm. So, And they're expensive now, too. Yes. So a couple of weeks ago, uh, the restaurant chain um, Wingstop, they said, you know what? We have a solution. Yes. We are going to kick it up a notch and call ourselves Thigh Stop. Yes. We're going to sell thigh, chicken thighs, oh. instead of chicken wings. No, I think they still have oh, chicken wings. Yeah, this is going to be like an offshoot restaurant that yeah. they're going to do. Desperate times. Call for desperate measures. I like thighs. I do, thighs too. Thighs are good. Lemon pepper thighs. I have a, I have a problem thighs. at my house convincing the rest of the family that thighs are good. So I sneak them in. Okay? How do you? Well, I make fried chicken. I love to make fried chicken at home. And yeah. my family loves my fried chicken. But all they want is, is the breast meat, right? And it's like, okay... How about let's change it up? Let's throw, so every once in a while, I get boneless, skinless thighs, prep them up and fry them up just like the, the, oh, the okay, breast meat that are also boneless and skinless and everything. Yeah. And they eat it up. Oh, this is so good. And I'm saying to myself, yes, that's because <laughs> those are thighs. Those are delicious. Can, can we just point out how um, food and chicken always makes it into... Our discussion and you somehow. notice how our our attention and and our enthusiasm kicks up a notch when we start talking about food. I mean, look it, at me. It, There's it a is, reason for this. It is what it is. Oh, I love chicken. Okay, so do we have one in our area? Yeah, we do. We do. Oh yes, we do. Yes. 
I'm like, where have you been? Well, you know, I, so I know <clears throat> I know what I'm going to be doing in the near future. You're going to go to Fast Stop? I certainly <laughs> am. Oh, it just sounds good. Leave it up to us. We're just helping you out with some lunch and dinner situations. Go. We're helpers. It's what we do. Okay. So yeah. um, let's talk about this. This one is kind of, ugh. all right. So a group of people were ejected from a pool and this... This video was all over the place because they were shaming this same sex couple. So they okay, mm. let me let me back up. Let me slow down. Okay. Uh um I don't know if it was a private pool, public pool, but it was like a pool people were chilling, having sure. fun. And this couple goes over to another same sex couple. Right. And they start telling them what you're doing is a sin. And um, I can't believe you. You're out in public together. And they are just going in on this couple, telling them you should be shining a light for Jesus. And then this couple starts oh, wait a minute. Hang cursing on at this same-sex couple, telling them all about Jesus. <laughs> and then they got kicked out of the pool themselves because of their belligerent behavior. Okay, hold hold on just just one second. I need to clarify something about mm -hmm. this story, right? The individuals that were shaming this other couple, they're Christians. Mm -hmm. Is this did I understand that correctly? And mm -hmm. that they are making the attempt of <laughs> mm -hmm. of of explaining to them that Jesus would not approve of their circumstance, of their relationship. Mm -hmm. And they are uh, being an ambassador of Jesus mm -hmm. by being belligerent, by cussing, and being really rude. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that's probably not how Jesus would have handled this. Yeah. Um, that's why I bring this up because we got to do better. This is not yeah. how we do this. Yeah. If this is something we don't believe in, we don't agree with, we don't just go up to people and just start pointing out their sin. Right. And then sending ourselves, and yeah. but we're okay because we're doing it in the name of Jesus. Well, the question comes in is what was the purpose? <laughs> what? Yeah, what what are you? Let's put ourselves into the uh, position of the couple doing the shaming, mm -hmm. right? Just for a second. So, what is the purpose of going up to this couple and and making a comment? What are they trying to accomplish? Are they trying to just? express how upset they are and how much they disapprove kind of sounds like it. Mm -hmm. What does that accomplish? Right. How does this help anything? Right. All right. But if their, if, if their intention was to say, uh, Hey, we would like to, I, I don't know, um, show you the love of Jesus and maybe, have a conversation with you about if you're willing, okay, mm -hmm. saying that it's all civil and everybody's going to have a conversation, how we feel about the situation, not only how we feel, but why we feel this way. And if the other couple would be willing to, in, you know, have that conversation and, 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 and be open to it, then something may have happened. There may have been a spark. There may have been some understanding on both sides. The belligerent couple may have begun to understand the other couple's circumstances and their heart. And the other couple may have been able to understand 
what Jesus is truly all about. There may have been a seed planted there. But when you come across as being rude and belligerent, the only thing you're doing, honestly, is you're trying to punish. Yes. You're trying to just like, what are you going to, what are you going to, you're going to bark them into Christianity? You're going to bark at them till they change their life? I just find it so ironic. Um, I don't even know if ironic is the word I want to use, but very off-putting when mm-hmm. when us as believers do things like that, when we feel like it is our place to go up to people and point out their sin. Like, who gave us the right to do that? Now, yes, we do have a responsibility to um, share the love of Jesus. Yeah to um, share God's word, to and, minister. And to stand up for what is and right. stand, definitely stand right. up for what is right and stand on God's truth. Exactly. That's what we are called to do. But to just go up to people, um, especially mm. like in a situation like that and just point out their sin and then start like being belligerent mm-hmm. and even start, I mean, cursing and... the. <laughs> Like, Again, what? I'm thinking Jesus. I'm so may, confused. I'm thinking Jesus may have taken a different approach. You think? I'm thinking maybe, just maybe. This type of situation hurts me. You know why? Yeah. Because as Christians, our road is tough enough. Mm-hmm. As we are blazing the trail through the world, we take a different tack. We take a different approach, and we get we get made fun of enough on TV. Look at the way Christians are portrayed in TV, movies, etc. We're made to look an awful lot like we are out of touch and we're foolish and we just don't know what's going on in the real world. Oh, when you act like that. Well, that's the point. When you behave that way, we're not doing anything to explain to the world how Jesus really means for us to live together. We can all be different. We can all have different political views. We can all have different social views. We can, but we can also Get along together. Doesn't mean we have to go, oh, yeah, I'm so glad you're doing that. (laughs) But we have to love the other person. Yeah. Well, on that note, please try Jesus because all Christians ain't like that. We're going to see what July has to offer and we'll be back and hopefully with some good stuff. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. Today's podcast is made possible by the number one Amazon bestseller, Leadership Endurance by Brian Sanders. Inspiring and powerful leadership principles from the greatest leaders of all time, including Lincoln, Grant, Churchill, and FDR. Available now at briansandersauthor.com. Proceeds benefit your encouraging Spirit FM and the Positive Alternative Radio family of stations.